Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, March 21st, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Julie Musbeck. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. All right, so first today we send a hearty congratulations to Joshua Henry, who not only began his new role of Billy Bigelow in Carousel recently, but also just yesterday began his new role of father with the birth of his son, Samson Peter Henry. So we wish that family all the best. Yeah. And Matt is there celebrating in person, I believe. Joshua and, and Matt, you know, hanging out, talking kids uh, after the show. So, oh, uh, you know it. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. He's probably bought some sort of Funko Pop doll for Joshua. So. <laughs> if he could part with one. Uh, a duplicate. <laughs> Not a unique one. So... <laughs> And um, happy uh, 4th Nor'easter. Oh, yeah. It's on its way, huh? 4th Nor'easter. We're here. Last three weeks. And uh, I'm telling you, whatever we're doing to Elsa over at the St. James, stop it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) First up in the news, we have uh, Aladdin celebrating its 4th anniversary on Broadway tonight. Yes. So, also celebrating a birthday of sorts is good old Aladdin on Broadway. Yesterday, the hit Disney show celebrated its fourth anniversary. Aladdin opened a critical acclaim on March 20th, 2014, and quickly established itself as one of the biggest new blockbusters in recent years, breaking 13 new Amsterdam theater house records and welcoming over 6 million people worldwide. Its global footprint has expanded to include productions in Tokyo, Hamburg, London, Melbourne, and a tour across North America. So congratulations to our friends over there. And uh, coming up soon on on uh, This Week on Broadway, we're going to talk to Major Attaway from Aladdin about his uh, new concert, uh, The Genie's Jukebox. The Genie's Jukebox. I wonder what that could be about. What do you think that could be about? <laughs> So, Isn't that a couple of genies getting together? Ah, I think that that could be. Do they all fit in the uh, lamp together? <laughs> it's I've a party, I'm sure. That, you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up in the news. Uh, Rocktopia and Actors Equity reach a tentative agreement for acquire contracts. Yes, so more good news from yesterday as Actors Equity has announced that they have reached an agreement with the producers of Rocktopia. The part-time choir members will receive equity protection and contracts, which will reportedly more than double their pay. President of Actors' Equity, Kate Schindel, was quoted saying, I hope that every commercial producer who is thinking about a run on Broadway has heard the message loud and clear that all performers on Broadway deserve not only to be fairly compensated, but also to have the protection of an equity contract. I am encouraged by and grateful for the thousands of equity members, as well as all the members of our sister unions who raised their voices over the last two weeks. Those declarations of solidarity led directly to this contract. The agreement comes after good faith negotiations between the parties initially commenced in late 2017. With the agreement, Rocktopia will also be removed from Equity's do not work list. So, James, I know you sort of disagreed with Equity's jurisdiction, just that aspect of it in this case. But this sends a pretty powerful and interesting message, wouldn't you say? I do. So uh, I'm interested that uh, Carajoy David over in your industry section, wrote a great article about this the other day. Uh, and I'm interested to see if she'll write a follow-up about this so we can get a little bit more details. I mean, right now it's a, a very general type of a statement, and I'm happy that uh, act, 
Equity's happy, and it seems that Rocktopia is happy. So if everybody's happy, then I'm happy. So uh, don't worry. Yeah. Be happy. <laughs> that sounds good. All right. What's happening over in the show and casting news? All right. So first up, Roundabout has announced their new production, True West on Broadway, with starring Ethan Hawke and Paul Dano. It's already sold out. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this I saw this headline come up and I was and I was like, wow, that's going to be a hard ticket to get. But tell us more about this. All right. Sure thing. So they will be mounting a new production of Sam Shepard's True West starring actors Ethan Hawke as Lee and Paul Dano as Austin. It will be directed by James McDonald. Opposites attack in Sam Shepard's Pulitzer Prize nominated play about two brothers with more in common than they think. Hold up in their mother's California house, screenwriter Austin and lowlife Lee wrestle with big issues and each other. Order versus chaos, art versus commerce, typewriter versus toaster. Shepard's rip-roaring classic returns to Broadway gleefully detonating our misguided myths of family, identity, and the American dream. True West will begin preview performances on December 27th, 2018 and officially open on Broadway on Thursday, January 24th, 2019. This will be a limited engagement at the American Airlines Theater on Broadway. So uh, the original production back way back, I guess, 18 years now uh, with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and John Riley. Uh, that, that, was a, that was a great show. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing this again. It, it, I didn't realize it was so long ago. But here we are. All right. So next up, we have uh, Christian Borle and Laura Michelle Kelly will star in Encore's production of Me and My Girl. Yes. So yesterday, Encore's announced casting for Me and My Girl, the final production of the Encore season. Me and My Girl, the first Encore's production originally written and produced in London's West End, will star Christian Borle, Laura Michelle Kelly, Suzanne Douglas, Mark Evans, Harriet Harris, Edward Hibbert, John Horton, Simon Jones, Lisa O'Hare, Ken Page, and Don Stevenson. So the toast of the 1937 London season, Me and My Girl, is a delightfully old-fashioned musical about cockney everyman Bill Snibson, who, after being unexpectedly elevated to the lofty position of Earl of Hereford, wreaks havoc on high society and risks losing his girl, Sally Smith. Part musical frolic, part class warfare comedy, Me and My Girl features an infectious score by Noel Gay, which includes popular songs like Leaning on a Lamppost and The Lambeth Walk. The first famous, the famous first act finale that launched a worldwide dance craze. A newly revised version of the show opened in London in 1984 and became a smash hit for a second time. That production transferred to Broadway at the Marquee Theater on August 10, 1986, and ran for 1,420 performances. Directed and choreographed by Warren Carlyle, the encore's "Me and My Girl" will feature music direction by Rob Berman. It will run for seven performances at New York City Center from May 9th to 13th. Now. I can't wait for this because anyone who knows me knows I love Laura Michelle Kelly, and I can't wait to see her in an encore's production. This just sounds like a really fun time. And Christian Borle, I mean, it's great to get him back on stage. Uh, the question for me is encores, me and my girl, is that really part of their mission type of thing? It's great to have this show back on, uh, being able to see it. But uh, isn't Encore supposed to be for those um, shows that um, didn't quite get the runs that they should have gotten? Maybe they think of the West End as not quite enough. 1,420 performances. 
1420. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, and I skipped a story, so we got to give our due to Jagged Little Pill announces the full cast and creative team. Yes, so we are sort of receiving information in spurts from Jag Little Pill, but we now have a full cast and creative. As previously reported, Elizabeth Stanley leads the cast as Mary Jane. She will be joined by Sean Allen Krill as Steve, newcomer Celia Gooding as Frankie, Derek Klenna as Nick, and Lauren Patton as Joe. Ensemble members include Jane Bruce, John Cardoza, Antonio Cipriano, Catherine Gallagher, Laurel Harris, Logan Hart, Max Kumangai, Soph Minas, Sean Montgomery, Nora Shell, Whitney Sprayberry, Kate Suru Haratani, and Ebony Williams. Yevon Josiah Brown and Kelsey Orham are swings. The Jagged Little Pill creative team includes alums from Dear Van Hansen, Indecent Waitress, Curious Incident, and more. This is quite a team. Scenic design is by Tony Award nominee Ricardo Hernandez, costume design by Emily Repholtz. Lighting design by Tony Award nominee Justin Townsend, sound design by Tony Award nominee Jonathan Deans, and video and projection design by Tony Award winner Finn Ross. Music direction is by Brian Perry. Now, in addition to the cast and creative, we also got a fun look today inside the rehearsal room, so be sure to check out those photos online. It's a really fun look at the whole company. All right. So uh, next up, we have... ABC's The Goldbergs to pay tribute to legendary composer Andrew Lloyd Webber on March 28th. Yes, so this is just a fun little add-on story to think about. Coinciding with the world-renowned composer Andrew Lloyd Webber's 70th birthday, The Goldbergs will pay homage to the highly successful composer on an upcoming episode titled Colors, which will air on Wednesday, March 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern. The episode is a true story about how Goldberg's drama teacher, Susan Cinnamon, played by Anna Gasteyer, pulled out all the stops for a production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Now, over its run over five years, the Goldbergs has featured nearly all of Lloyd Webber's 80s classics, including Cats, Jesus Christ Superstar, Starlight Express, and Phantom of the Opera. So this should be a fun look at all that once again. And Anna Gasteyer. Yeah, Anna Gasteyer. So, uh, yeah, I, I saw this come up and I, uh, texted Matt and I said, Hey, the Goldbergs, uh, do you watch it? And he said, no, I don't really, uh, I don't really watch it, but it's pretty good. You know, it's got good reputation, things like that. And I've never seen it. Have you ever watched it? I have not actually. I feel like I should though. But the uh, when this press release came through, it uh, talked about. Let me find this press release because it had some an interesting nugget in it. Hold on a second. The Goldbergs. There it is. ABC's number one comedy. Blah 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 blah. So the subtitle was: The Goldbergs creator is a lifetime superfan who does a full scale Lloyd Webber episode every season. Uh, any dream will do featured as musical selections. So I was thinking, well, this is the second season of the Goberg. I don't remember last season there being something. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, we'll have to dig deep into that, but perhaps one of our listeners can let us know if, uh, if they've seen the Goldbergs and what last season's, uh, episode was. And, uh, and let us know if we should really follow up on this. But it's good to see when the uh, television and film people 
keep their roots in in theater and keep coming back to it. That's a lot of fun. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about uh, just before we got out of here was that um, a new website has launched. Have you heard about New York Stage Review? I did. Matt sent it to me this morning and said it might be interesting to discuss. So New York Stage Review, uh, a handful of uh, of um, Broadway reviewers have gotten together and started their own site of uh, reviews. Uh, and this is going to be really exciting. Let me pull together some of the names here. So Michael Somers, uh, Stephen Susskind, Jesse Oxfeld, David Finkel, Elisa uh, uh, Gardner. Um, it's funny, we were talking about Elisa Gardner uh, last week or the week before. She had been writing for USA Today. I don't know if she still is, but um, I hadn't seen her byline in USA Today, but she's been doing other stuff. I think she just did something, what was it? It was in uh, Town and Country Magazine, I Do Declare, when we talked about Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Town and Country Ma- <laughs> Magazine. And our friend Carrie Purcell, who sometimes is on Broadway Radio, she's a contributor, um, just had a story in Vanity Fair as well. Um, uh, a, a, prof- a feature on Me Girls the Musical. And uh, that is pretty awesome. Then if I could take a point of personal privilege here, in the Fayetteville Observer, uh, a friend of mine, Seth Sheldon, is uh, doing a regional theater production of Disgraced, and they did a profile on him because, um, uh, you know, he's doing this uh, Cape Fear thing down there, but he also won a frickin' Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, that's casual. You know, and I've not seen any of the Broadway media covering any of this thing. And uh, Seth is part of a a group that is uh, working towards nuclear disarmament uh, globally. Um, and his group his his group won the Nobel Peace Prize uh, in this past year, and he's got pictures him accepting the prize in Stockholm and things like this, and doing disgrace to Cape Fear Regional Theater. And it's in the uh, Fayetteville Observer, but Seth doing <laughs> great stuff on and off the stage. So anyway, uh, that's uh, about it for our Wednesday. Why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter at Julie Musback. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for starting off your Wednesday with us, uh, people in the Northeast United States. Time to get up and shovel out. Uh, and uh, I think Julie and I will be back tomorrow. Maybe is it Matt and I will be back tomorrow? Maybe. I believe you're with Matt. I have a show tomorrow that I have to attend. It's a work function. Attend you shall. So we will talk to you then. Mm-hmm.